friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. Fort Worth Roots can be found on all of your favorite streaming services and YouTube. There are videos associated with these. You can just look up Fort Worth Roots on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Thank you for joining us for episode 156. We did this out at Pouring Glory. This is the first time we've done a uh, Fort Worth Roots podcast mixer event, and we had a lot of people sit down for recordings. So this is the first batch of it, and over the course of the week, you're going to get the rest of the recordings. And before we go any further, this episode is sponsored by Roofing Solutions by Darren Hauk. You can get them at roofingsolutionshauk.com or 817-882-6520. Mention the Fort Worth Roots podcast and get 50% off a roofing tune-up. Join us September 23rd out at Pouring Glory. We're doing our big annual event. It takes place from 11 o'clock until 6 o'clock. We're going to have uh, Late to the Station, Jaybirds, Cassandra May Laurent, and Itchy Richie, and the Burning Sensations. It's going to be a lot of fun, and the sponsors have taken care of your admission. So uh, come hungry and uh, just know that you don't have to pay anything at the door. And everything you spend on food that day, 5% of it is going to Cook Children's Hospital. It's going to be a really fun time. Got a pop-up vendor market, live music, uh, live podcasts, and uh, a lot of uh, little hidden treats, including goodie bags at the door. So we hope you make it out. Again, that's September 23rd from 11 to 6, and it's benefiting the Cook Children's Hospital. We've got several recordings on today's episode, and as we step into each one of them, I will introduce them individually. So thank you for being here. Happy Monday, and let's start the show. I'm on. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Had to make this happen. So let, let's do it right. Where did I put my other mic at? Oh, let he me see. I'm here with Sam Esquivel with the uh, failed podcast. Not, it didn't fail. It's just the name of the show. <laughs> Everybody calm down. It's, it's a thriving show. It's an excellent show. And uh, you've been doing some cool stuff. Your studio looks dope. You've had some... Outstanding, world-class guests on. You're killing it, man, in no, every no, regard. No. Yeah, yeah. Now I appreciate you, Andrew. You're you're killing it, bro. Like you're you're literally. I'm just watching what you do, and I'm like, I need to do that too. Well, and uh, it certainly does look like I'm killing it because you you've awarded me with the. Uh, what did you call this thing? This is the appreciation, Mike. It, First it's one so ever dope. handed so dope. out. And it goes to the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Y- y'all can't see this right now, but if you'll go to social media, I'm going to have lots of pictures of this cool thing. It's it's a very custom-looking uh, microphone yeah. on a stand. It sits about 18 inches tall. Very cool. And it literally, like, look. It looks like. You can have two fake ones, you know, and be on the mic <laughs> tasting one, two, this thing on, you know. No, I do, but for very real, cool, on, on the real, so man, uh, nothing but love, my man. You're doing your thing. The, the Fort Worth Pod Squad is growing, man. There's a lot of people playing in this medium, trying to do their thing, be creative, uh, be, be impactful in the community. And, and you know, you got a head start, man. Head start. Yeah, you've been at it for a while, and you're leading oh, the pack. No, no, no. We all look to you, man, for for what you do win, and you know, just we, we're learning from you. Yeah. I know I am. Well, it works both ways, man. I, I I'm taking notes up and down, and actually, that's not the right way to put it. How about left and right? Because we're all right. doing this thing, yeah. and 
um, n none of us would be where we're at as, as far as our shows are concerned if it wasn't for the collaboration between yeah. the the podcasters, the the hyper local influencers, and all that the people that we away. network. It, it doesn't have to as you know long as I mean? we keep pushing forward on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We got whoever gets to the top, just elevate everyone else. That saying that you said a while ago was perfect, and so that's what I'm, I'm that's what I'm anticipating is that one of us is going to get a bump. Uh, one of us is going to get a major opportunity, and then they'll be able to put the whole Fort Worth squad, the uh, pod squad, on the map, man, because we're doing it. We'll turn Fort Worth into the podcast utopia of the world. Uh, yeah, we ha we have something here. Can I make you laugh? I want to make you laugh. Tell me a joke. Okay. Funny man. Well, it's not a joke. I just oh, want, okay. I want to see if you have a reaction <laughs> to a small pod war. <laughs> That's brewing right now. Is it P is it the RAP and the Funky Panther? Yeah, have you heard have you heard about the guys? Y'all better behave. I've seen some Nothing whispers. below the belt. Yeah. So the the, the RAP podcast is, is calling them out. They're going yeah. for number one next year. And so they've been putting some funny memes online and it's kinda of funny. So I'm just sitting back and watching. Well, is is my audio coming through on your video too? Yeah. Okay, so we're 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 Recording on the roadcaster and on his device. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be posting this too a little bit. Okay. Well, then let me talk some smack to uh, RAP. We invited them <laughs> out here, and listen, if you want to be number one, you can't. You can't sleep on these opportunities, guys. You're supposed to be here today. Now they had something going on, and we we invited them, but no sh no shade. But here's my thing, man. Both sets of guys are just they're cool, man. So I, I told them, I said, if you're gonna try to knock the Funky Panther out of the number one spot, you're you got your work cut out for you. So it's gonna be entertaining. I'm I'm looking forward to see what happens i think friendly competition is is great it elevates you elevates everyone yeah. else and and it's a bit of entertaining both sets are very creative and uh -huh. i think some really funny memes and stuff are going to come out of this and so i'm i'm just watching i just wanted to see what your reaction was well i tell you what if anybody's got a shot at bumping them out of the number one i think your boys over at rap have a good shot they got an excellent Ooh, you show said it. they you got said an excellent it. show well, Andrew, uh, thank you for having me on, even though I know it was short, but really I wanted to come in and give you this appreciation, Mike, uh, just to show you some love and say thank you for all the support that and that you've always thrown my way, man. Well, and you're, you're always excellent about showing up to these little events that we put on and things like that, and I appreciate that so much, as you know. Um, anytime you guys do it or somebody else inside our little podcast community is putting on an yeah. event, I try my best to turn out. I don't make all of them, but um, it's important that we do support each other. And you're huge in, in, in that regard. Like you, you, You're man. very active in our little community, and I appreciate that my so man. much. So much. Andrew, thank you. Thank you to <laughs> Fort Worth Roots Podcast. Tune in and listen. He's always got something new brewing and coming out. It's good for, it's good for the listen. And there you go. Peace. Thank you, brother. All right, that's it from Sam. He's a, he's a busy man. We got to get him out of here. Thank y'all for listening. Let's get on to the next interview. Sliver of Fort Worth that goes into Parker County, but uh, yeah. yeah. All right, so we are. People can hear us outside. I don't see anybody out there. If we see anybody, we'll have to be like, "Hey, can you hear us?" <laughs> I'm here with Chris with Harvest. Excuse me. Harvest returns. Harvest returns, and we'd uh, we'd been exchanging emails back and forth for a little while, uh -huh. and we finally found a, a time to get you on the show. So. Thanks for coming out. We're, yeah, it's great to be here, Andrew. Before I hit record, you're saying you're from uh, Parker County, and raised an eyebrow. I started naming off towns from out there, but you're you're from a, a smaller, unincorporated area of Parker County. Yeah, it's, very it's, interesting. It's technically Fort Worth. It's on my. That's what's on my mailing address. Huh. Wild. All right. So tell us a little bit about Harvest Returns. Yeah. So we're a company that. Uh, 
matches investors with farmers and ranchers. So we've okay. got, uh, we started back in 2016 here in Fort Worth, and we've got a pool of people who like to invest in farming and put their money to work in supporting agriculture. And then we have, on the other side, we have uh, a bunch of farmers and ranchers and agriculture companies that we work with that need funds. They need capital. And um, so we, we take those investors and we put the projects in front of them and they decide what they want to invest in. Okay. And, and then hopefully, as the farm grow, grows and makes money, they harvest the returns from the farm. That's where the name came from. Okay. So let me make sure I've got this right. So mm-hmm. I would take my money. Mm-hmm. I would give it to your uh, organization, mm-hmm. and you would take it and, and distribute it to different local farmers? So we, we do work with some folks in, in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth and, mm-hmm. and you know, nearby areas in, in Texas. We've got several deals we've done around the sort of the greater North Texas metroplex, but we actually have farmers all over the country that, that we've invested with. Okay. In, uh, you know, California, Idaho, Montana, Georgia, and even a couple deals uh, overseas, well, Canada, kind of overseas, and then, <laughs> but also uh, not Texas. Yeah, but not te- not from around here, um, but also places like uh, Belize and uh, Ghana and West Africa. So we, we've done a little how, bit of everything. How do y'all get connected with like with countries like that? It's interesting. So that that one's kind of weird because. Um, I've got some kind of, when I was in the Navy, and I was in the Navy for about 30 years. Thank you for uh, your service. Thanks. I, I uh, traveled over to West Africa a lot, and I made a lot of connections throughout West Africa. And uh, so we started getting some, some people that were interested in seeking capital from those types of places. And then once we, uh, you know, once we got started, like I said, we started in 2016, but we really started, um, you know, getting some momentum up in 2017 2018 we had people kind of coming out of the woodwork looking for money because we're doing something that really nobody else is doing yeah yeah i've, I've never heard of anything like this i know that like through different etfs and mutual funds mm-hmm. and, and and groupings of investors uh things that people can pack into one uh program mm-hmm. that you can invest your money in there's going to be different stuff there's going to be technology there's going to be uh different industries that you can invest in inside those same ETFs or mm-hmm. mutual funds or whatever, but I've never heard of something like this. Yeah, the, the, the way our model is different is, you know, it, it's a connection. It's a connection to the farmers. So, for example, um, there's a company that, or a, a farm, uh, it's called Harvest Pharmacy, and, uh, you know, here in, in uh, Fort Worth, we've got this beautiful trails uh, on the Trinity River. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Out there quite a bit. Do you, you spend any time on the? I, I do. Training? And I don't know. A couple of years ago, I was I was uh, I guess walking, running on that trail um, over by the shops, over by uh, the trailhead at Clear Fork. Uh huh. And they have a farmers market there every, every Saturday, Saturday morning. Is it Saturday? It's every okay. Saturday okay. morning. Yeah. And you know, I was kind of walking around because we're in that business, and you know, I like supporting local farmers. And there was this couple there, and they were selling these elderberry things, uh, little little tonics made out of elderberry. Um, very healthy for you, boost your immunity, all those sorts of things. Started talking to them, found out that they were uh, not too far from here. Uh, their farm's out about two hours to the west of, of Fort Worth. And they were looking for money. Just and making elderberry? Uh, they grow elderberries and they turn it into these little drinks and then they do all kinds oh, of okay. other stuff on their farm as well. But uh, And people called Todd and Grace, uh, really, really nice couple. 
really smart, innovative with their company and doing some great things, uh, not only for um, agriculture and, and for the environment, things like that, but, but selling a really quality product. And so just started talking to them. Turns out they needed, uh, I don't know how much they were we raised, but it was over like $600,000 we raised for, the, for their farm. And now they're they're doing well and you know growing and selling their elderberry products and it's uh, harvest pharmacy you know different harvest part of it but uh, pharmacy with an F and uh, <laughs> really interesting really interesting company so we've got little stories like that where our investors know what they're putting their work in and they're not just like investing in some ETF and right. like, or they're going to go out and buy a bunch of land or whatever these these are you can make a connection you can go out and visit the farm if you invest with us. Um, that sort of thing. So it's it's really making an impact on local businesses that yeah. are in agriculture. That's what I'm taking away from this is you're not just investing to make money, but you're also helping your local community and in, in an aspect of our community that uh, is oftentimes overlooked, I think, especially mm-hmm. with large uh, manufacturing, uh, the, the, the bigger farms that yeah. uh, are pushing the mom and pops out of business, I guess. What That's exactly saying. right. And, and for those smaller mom and pop operations, they've got to have money to expand. And that's what we do to, to be able to compete with those big, large industrial sort of operations. Yeah. So we help them get on the same footing or at least grow so that they can compete in the same market as, as larger operations. That's excellent. And how long have you been doing this? Since 2016. We really, you know, that was kind of, we were, <laughs> me and my partner, Austin Manis, uh, we were kind of sitting across from a table with a, with a piece of notebook paper back then. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of gradually picked up steam and by 2018, we we had raised some money and started putting it into farms. So this is your baby. You made this company. Yeah, this is. We started this back in in 2016. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's just, great. Don't just work for it. Very cool. I do and, work for it, but oh, I bet you work <laughs> yeah, your ass off yeah. for it. <laughs> well, man, uh, thank you for coming out and doing this. Where can people find information about your company? Yeah. So we're of course we're on the internet and social media. HarvestReturns.com. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those things. So, uh, okay. yeah, take, take a look. We'd be happy to, if you're in Fort Worth, come come say hi. Uh, we're over in Clear Fork. And Is that where your office is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we'd be happy to talk to you, whether you're in the farming business or the investment business. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Anything else we can tell the folks before we get out of here? No, it's just agriculture is important. We all take it for granted here because you can go to HEB right. and buy you know, 42 different kinds of, of fruit. Right, you without know, thinking of where it came yeah, from. Yeah, without thinking of where it's come from. But, you know, somebody grew that mm-hmm. or somebody raised that beef. Um, we work with a lot of ranchers out there. That's one of our probably more successful investments. So think about next time you go to the grocery store, go to a restaurant, think about where that food came from and think about what you can do to get closer 100%. to the production of it. Yeah, it's fascinating, too, if you look at the logistics of how we get our food and and also what would happen if the uh, the truck stopped running for say 72 hours you know <laughs> uh, that's exactly right you know <laughs> local food is important supporting yes. your local local food so yeah. you don't have to drive across the country yeah. we're getting it all from mexico and all of a sudden that's yeah. not an option and we uh we turned our back on these mom and pop operations mm-hmm. and they're gone now yeah we wouldn't have any options yeah that's, right. that's exactly right <laughs> very cool okay chris thank you again hey and uh, appreciate it Andy. yeah all right gentlemen here from stretch bar tell me your name sir dennis warden owner and founder Stretch Bar Mobile. All right. You've now, been busy today, man. Uh, it's unbelievable. You've and been busy. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I've come. I've, I've I've got here. I went home. Yeah. Cleaned up dog shit. Got dinner prepared. Came back. God damn. You're still out here. It's a whole day. No, I feel it, man. I've been there. Been busy. 
I, I like the um, I like the bar meetup though. No, it's a good deal, and I think we're gonna probably do this quarterly. Um, whenever I hatched this idea, I was like, I don't know if it's really gonna work out, but I swear to God, I think seventy percent of the people that showed up today were here because they heard about it on the podcast. That's cool. So for me, and we had another event going on here today. We had the uh, Fort Worth. I saw that. Uh, Animal Humane Society, whatever. I saw that. And so they were they were drawing their own folk out here. But like, I still I knew everybody that showed up. Yeah. Tell us about the Trabajo at Stretch Bar. Man, Stretch Bar Mobile is a. I mean, essentially, man, it's a stretching company. I feel like people don't really realize the benefit of stretching. It's simple. It's 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 a, it's a thousand years old. People have been stretching forever. But as far as, um, you know, to be educated on it and um, for someone else to do it for you, that's kind of what we want to do. Yeah. And then not to mention, you don't have to leave your home. We make a big, uh, we, so make a, we make a big push in like the, um, like the corporate realm. Um, so, you know, for instance, we'll go into a, uh, a state farm office. We'll talk to the business manager, health and wellness manager, whatever the case is. Hey, would you guys like somebody to come in and just kind of boost morale throughout the office? You know, have employees, something to look forward to. Um, you know, you feel great afterwards. Yeah, sure, what you got? We stretch you. Yeah. It's always, what is that? Like, no one initially sure. knows what stretching is, initially, for whatever reason. And then I have to do, like, the touch-the-toe kind of action. You know, like, stretch. You know, stretch, the thing that you never do. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, stretch. It's like, yeah. You know, because you're at a desk all damn day all damn or day. in a car all damn day. Exactly. So, yeah, we, we come, we stretch you. It's a one-on-one -on -one assisted stretch. Man, the big thing is, man, we don't want it to make it... Um, we don't want to make it feel like it's a, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Come in, everybody gets the same treatment. Like, you might have tighter hips than somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we kind of talk to you, see what you need, and then we go from there. Oh. It's simple. It's easy. We're slow. We're based right here in Fort Worth, man. We got about five employees in the company. Really? Yep. When did y'all start? We got a Dallas rep. Some of you might not. I don't. I don't even want to. Yeah, All he's right. a good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy. We got a Dallas right man. It's all fun. Uh, uh, but to answer your question, man, we've been we've been in business about about four months now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brand it's new. Brand new, man. But you already got five. You said five employees. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And this is your baby. Mm-hmm. You started this. Started it. Yeah, man. Dude, that's it's great. a it's a process, man. It's um. You know, me and my wife, we just had an eight-month. Well, we didn't just have an eight-month-old, but we have a baby, and she's eight-month-old. Uh, we got two older kids, eight and nine. Um, we got three dogs. What I'm, I'm, what I'm getting at is I'm <laughs> sleepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. You're wore out. Oh, yeah. But, it, you know, it's a part of the game, man. You know, just for what I see for ourselves and what I want for everybody else to realize is, man, stretching is easy. And if somebody can come in and do it for you, why not? Or at least show you how to do it, right? At least. At the right? very least. At the very least, let me show you how to do it. But there's a lot of people, man, can, can touch a toad. It, I mean, it is like a coaching kind of thing. And, like, like, for me specifically, like, I've been a – like, I was a collegiate athlete. I actually ran track, man, at a, at a Division II school in East Texas. And I had both hamstrings pulled. 
I have a herniated disc on my left side. Still? I have, I have a stress fracture on my right side. The irony of you doing a podcast with um, a stretching company and the guy walks in with a boot on. Yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, you tore my Achilles playing basketball. And that was three mm. months ago. I overstretched. Oh. Oh. So usually I would do a 30 minutes. What did minute you learn? Bro, <laughs> don't stretch in the sauna for 30 minutes. Okay. Okay, which is you can overstretch. Like you can you can do too much. For me, that's relevant because I've got a class that I go to, and they have a sauna, and I will literally show up thirty to forty-five minutes in advance Good just so I can stretch. Well, I need it, but I don't do that it. long and okay. that consistent. Well, and and half of it is just me sitting there cooking. There you go. Just letting it warm me up. Just letting it, yeah, yeah. marinating. I Let, get it. Letting that IR yeah, yeah, heat yeah. everything. I get up. it. I get it. Man, I did that shit for like three weeks, and on that. 20, on that 19th day, went in, sat, I'm scrolling, I start my stretch, I go to the court, I do one little up fake, the guy swipes the ball, I save it from out of bounds, no collision, no nothing, boom, Achilles, it felt like somebody punched me in my calf, because when I got up, it was just lip biscuit, it was just floppy, your foot, the whole foot, oh my god, and I'm like, man, it's called drop foot. This doesn't hurt, but it's not right. Do you have drop foot? No, I'm good now. Okay. So what's sad? I just interviewed a guy that created an invention to correct drop foot. Hmm. How hopefully, strange is that? Hopefully he's rich, <laughs> or he should be. No, he's he took a different route, but he's he he provided that patent to the medical community. Oh, okay. Good guy. Very good guy. Provided, you mean? Just gave the patent away. Jesus. Yeah, good I guy. know. Good I guy. Know. That's a good guy. That's a damn good guy. How do people find Stretch Bar Mobile? Man, we are on all um, social media websites, stretchbarmobile.com, TikTok, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. We are the stretching company, man. We come to you. We make you feel better. Check us out, man. All right. Thank you I so much time, for man. coming out. Yes, sir. And uh, anytime we got an event like this, you're welcome to come out. And uh, if you've got something you want to promote, holler at me. And uh, we're always off, open to uh, uh, sponsors. So let hey, me know. Man. Let me know. I appreciate the time, man. Thank you all for listening to this episode. And we will see you next week. Peace. Senior Dave Cave. Check one, two. How do we do? I think you are... The measure of success on today's recording event, because I think this is the last recording, unless I'm forgetting somebody, which I probably am. I don't think so. I think, I think we're good. But good. You know, it's always good to round out, you know, on a solid note. And I'm all for harmony. That's why we saved you for the last, because we knew this would hit right. Mm. What do you got for us today, Dave Cave? Guys, gals, non-binary pals, how do out there in the, the radio sphere and all that stuff. Welcome, thanks for tuning in. Hope y'all are doing well out there. You know, this uh, Titanic stuff's been wild lately. You know, Let's I know it's been a big topic. What were your feelings when you found out that five billionaires were dying in a tube? Just the same as any... I mean, it's... They're peop, people, like, you know, at the end of the day. If, if you and I become billionaires at, at some point, or if somebody out there becomes a billionaire, um, or a millionaire, you know, let's, let's be real. We, we can aspire to be millionaires, but hey billion dollars yeah. uh, 
at the end of the day, it's it's lives, you know. It, people, yeah. It, but I I found myself thinking about you know the process of how we came to find out which berries were the good ones to eat and which ones weren't you know good to eat. It's kind of like a modern day version of that, I think. And we're we just happen to have the technology to watch it and be a, unfortunately a part of it in real time. It's it's not something to celebrate. So basically. That sub that had to be bolted together from the outside, and we didn't have more coverage on that. And like, you know, the the technology to go there faster. Um, and the, there was that implosion that, or they heard a sound like Sunday, and they didn't know what it was, and they didn't send anything out there. But I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I, that's all. That all gets into the speculation theory, and yeah, and. We're here to entertain and to bring all out of you know the uh, what, is it, what is it Saturday already? Somebody's yeah. singing Saturday, uh, Sam Cooke Saturday night and they ain't got nobody but y'all got us so we're here before yeah. y'all go out and meet somebody maybe. All right, so yeah, we addressed it. We took a moment of silence and moving right the hell on. Dave Cave, what are you up to, man? What have you been doing? Thank you for asking, man. Uh, it's it's good to be here. Uh, I've been watching and li- well listening to your show for a minute now, so it's nice to thank you for sharing your audience with Shut me. Yeah, honored to have you. Cool, thank you, thank you. Um, lately, uh, we just wrapped the Plum Boys shows in Fort Worth for a minute. We might come back. We're coming back in September for sure with Avery Burke uh, at Lola's. Nice. Until then, we're kind of planning on a Austin tour or something in San Marcos, perhaps. But um, and then I'm working on some solo stuff. I still have a single I'm working with Joe Tacky. Uh, on with at uh, Cloudland, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bart, Bart two over at uh, Fort Worth Sound is excellent. I don't know if uh, anybody listening is looking for a good engineer or a, a good studio to work at, but I got I got some great results over there for just clarity of instruments and, and music and out of Cloud like Cloudland, Fort Worth Sound. Oh, okay. Cloudland's really good too. I haven't met uh, them yet. Fort Worth Sound. I don't mm-hmm. know them yet. Heard, heard. Shout out Fort Worth Sound. <laughs> What's up? But uh, yeah, no, Cloudland is really good too. I'm uh, looking forward to getting back in with Joe. Uh, I think we're getting after it, uh, July seventh. Joe Tacky's a beast and uh, very astute on the analog side of things. You want digital? You can go to Cloudland. But if you don't want digital, you can go to Cloudland. You can also go to Cloudland. I like Joe Tacky. It's a good guy. Nice cat. Sometimes you you meet folks that will kind of look at music the same way you do and that it's like a canvas and you're kind of just painting the you know the the painting of the day whatever is is kind of there at the the moment of time and joe's kind of been like that for a minute uh we gotta we gotta get a shout out to george martin let me say that i i I was trying to figure out exactly what i was trying to say but like george martin also played a uh, crucial role which i think as any band this is listening out there. You're whoever's listening. Uh, who's ever in the engineer booth? Who's ever your uh, fifth Beatle? You always want to consider that um, because that's that's as important to the music as we are. Because we're all just we're all just instruments at that point. Um, and the studio is a great instrument. So I I to round it out back with that. Um, they would always you know uh, a band. A band can bring a lot, but you have to have somebody on the other side of the glass that's telling you, hey, you know, pull back, or that one was good. Because we'll just keep going sometimes. Yeah, you get stuck in your own little echo chamber. Mm-hmm. Where are you from, man? Fort Worth, Texas, over by uh, Hewlett. The whole time? Yeah. Uh, and, and I've traveled around. I've done some stuff out in California and, uh, you know, just kind of visited around the world. What'd you do out in Cali? 
We, uh, I was with this band, and we played uh, the Whiskey Go-Go. And it's, nice. it's kind of the mecca of rock and roll, how we saw it at the time. And we were playing for bands that had uh, these hits kind of in the 80s, Pastor Pussycat, uh, L.A. Guns, Crocus. And we just kind of kind of learning the, the ropes and seeing how it was going. Have you seen any of the Go-Go history here in Fort Worth? No, no, what's going on with that? No, it's not now, but um, the historically, mm-hmm. Fort Worth was like, I don't know, like a catalyst for the whole go-go thing. Mm-hmm. I've got a book at the studio that talks about Fort Worth rock and roll roots by uh, Mark Nobles, local author, mm-hmm. and that whole go-go thing started here in Fort Worth. Can you believe that? That seems no, no, seem weird. I can kind of believe it because the margarita started in Galveston, so <laughs> weird things have happened. But no, I, I worked with a fabulous go-go dancer for a while I, um, with this band called Voxy. Uh, shout out Vic, shout out D. Uh, and I was working uh, with this artist, Phoenix, Phoenix Lafreak, uh, her her government name, I believe. Phoenix Lafreak. Phoenix Lafreak. Okay. But uh, Krishan, I think. But yeah, uh, she was a go-go dancer, and we. We would, because uh, I wanted to bring back that idea for a bit. I thought that that's fun because you see ideas, uh, or like uh, Bodega, Bodega on Seventh Street. It's like a go-go cage. Nobody uses it, so I was like, you know. I saw that. Fix it up. I was there uh, a few weeks ago, and I'm like, shit, that's new. Mm. Been a, probably two years since I've been in there, but yeah, nobody's using it. Thanks. We wanted to focus on the music, so we pulled back on that for a while, but. Uh, yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see if the go-go thing ever came back. No, and I it think will. that the only way to I do it, it is to have uh, trans people included. We got to include the trans folks in uh, go-go shows. Right on. Perhaps. I think um, you know, like Jinkos. <laughs> how much do you know about Jinkos? Are you saying go-go's in Jinkos? Maybe that might be a thing. That could be the new thing. That sounds very two thousand. You throw some Sammy Hagar sunglasses on that denim jacket. Mm-hmm. So we saw bell bottoms and they faded out. And then whenever I was going through like middle school, Jinkos made their rise again. And then I don't know. I think like five years ago there was a small insurgence of like bell bottoms and Jinkos. Not necessarily Jinkos, but that same style of uh, clothing. You give it enough time, it's going to show up. So, I think Go-Go is going to Go-Go, yo. Hey. <laughs> Just like Yo-Yo Ma. Real talk. Uh, no, I, I do think that that's a, a thing in fashion trends, is you see them kind of come back every 20 oh, yeah. years. There's or, a cycle. I mean, we're in the 80s, 90s right now, and we'll probably shift over to the 2000s in a couple of years. I wish we could have 80s and 90s harder right now. Mm. That'd be great. Yeah, no, I, I think it's still here for, I mean, we've, there's an interesting bit about living when we do now is it's a culmination of every generation that's kind of come before. So we have this access to live in the 70s, to live in the 80s. You'll see people whose whole atmosphere and uh, vibe is like living in different eras. And yeah. it might get to a point where the future might look like that, where it's, you know, I knew this dude. I met this dude on a cruise ship one time who lived in the 40s. And he was like our age at the, you know... Carnival or Royal Caribbean? Royal Caribbean. <laughs> Hell a, yeah. You're on one of them classy-ass boats. Well, I enjoyed Carnival too. The last one I went... I actually went on the Triumph like a couple mi- uh, months. Me and D. D's over there. Is that Royal or Caribbean? Uh, Royal, we went on a... 
the Carnival one, this Triumph, Carnival Triumph got um, like held up for a bit. They they had some trouble at some point a couple years back, but we were on that cruise ship like just a couple months before. Um, speaking of all that stuff, what were we talking about before? I got I got off track there. We were talking about how your entire life has been wrapped around the idea that you're going to be a very highly successful cruise agency uh, salesman. You know, uh, Voxy Cruises might be in the works. You know, Kiss uh, is coming to an end, and they, they need somebody to pick up the ball. I love that, and, and I think you're the guy. Hey, uh, me, my the team I work with is, uh, I mean, we, we share a mentality yeah. that if anybody's paying $10 to $100 to what, whatever people are going to, you know, uh, be charged for the ticket, mm. we got to give that back 100, you know, tenfold. It's it's about the audience 100%, and um, just making sure that their their time is is given back. So you know how there's like these axe throwing places and panic rooms, or you know, you pay to you know do an activity. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Puzzle rooms, axe throwing. I got an idea for a thing. And you let me know, 1 to 10, how good of an idea this is. All right. People pay to show up and slap each other in the face with, like, those gluey fly traps. As hard as they want. And once they sign the waiver, it's like, bro, you're on your own. Yo-yo. Now, when, when they walk out, they might be missing some face skin. Mm. They might have a little bit of... Uh, Eloris pleurum. Logistically, the, the you'd Elmer's have to... glue poisoning syndrome. Yeah. You know? Maybe. I don't know. That's their problem. Have to they wear sign the waiver. No. The waiver no. of the suits? No, nah, nah, no. No, no. That's part of the waiver. You don't get no suit. Mm. You're on the streets. Boy. What do you think? You know... Can we do it? Could I put I'm your sure name on I'm sure there's a market for it. <laughs> I think so. I, I can't sign off, but... <laughs> I mean, you can throw a pie at someone's face, but that's just going to fall off, you know? You need something that's going to stick, you know? <laughs> And that's what every attorney has always said, right? Yeah. So if it's true in law, how can it not be true in play, mm. right? Fly traps must abide. Up on that face, <laughs> ripping skin off at least the first four layers. Mm. It's going to be salty. Salty. Uh, well, what do you got coming up, You know, man? We, we promised not to talk about the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it again, I promise. All right. What's next, Dave Cave? Next? Well, I'll tell you um, what... Uh, I've got going on right now is um, this album Summer Sweet that I just put out. It's uh, four tracks and it's just something to uh, listen to start to finish for anybody that's out there. Uh, it's on Apple, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. How they find it? Uh, Apple, Spotify, iTunes. And they'll go to the search bar uh, if you like and type in uh, Dave Cave Summer Sweet. And Sweet isn't spelled like, uh, like it might come to mind uh, at first with the W. It's spelled uh, S-U-I-T-E. Oh, ah, okay. Sweet, like a room at a hotel. I, I kind of wanted to go for like a Hotel California thing, you know, to right where it, um, and you can, I'm working on a vinyl now, and one thing I like about vinyls and uh, album covers is sometimes you can put it up like an art piece. Yeah. Well, if I can find it, when we release this little recording, it'll be in the show notes, and um, make sure we point people in the right direction. Beautiful, beautiful. What happened to your elbow? Oh, that's a terrific raspberry you got there. Yeah, so God, I, I Jesus, that is courtesy of the cicada stage. Oh my and God! Perhaps the uh, the craft of performing or whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. That's that's what it is. Okay, right on. But uh, 
Yeah, I got into it, and I uh, I got to thank Clay and everybody at the Cicada. Yeah, we had a we had a great night. It was successful. I took the drum mic out, or the drum mic out might have taken me out, <laughs> um, or tried to. I'm still here. But anyways, yeah, uh, we had a great show at the Cicada. That was a great time. Uh, the PBs are doing well. We just put out a track called Make Me Say, and we're working on some new stuff now. This new stuff that we're working on is crazy. What do you mean? Uh, these cats I'm working with, Caleb, Fabian, Connor, Kaysen, uh we've all got, uh, I don't know, we'll get in there and we'll jam. And usually it'll be an idea from Caleb or Fabian. And, like, I'll hear something from them, and we'll just kind of throw it around. Uh, Fabian's a singer, and Caleb is the piano player in the Plum Boys. Nice. And I, I play the bass. And just this new stuff we've been working on, is it sounded good. And I, uh, I always try to be very critical of what I'm doing as a musician. Um, you, you, have to, you have to not be afraid to tell yourself no you know, on things, you know, or, or if it's not working. But sometimes if something's, like, if you feel it, you gotta, you got to go with the fuck. But um, I don't, we don't even have names for it. One of them's called Velvet. Um, and that might be down the line sometime. <laughs> but for now, what you can do is, uh, and uh, look up Summer Sweet. Summer Sweet also has a drink that goes with it uh, that I came up with called the Summer Sour. It's a bit of grapefruit soda with some cinnamon whiskey, some rocks, and uh, an orange meal. Nice. It's, uh, it's a nice 12 minutes, whether in the uh, car, at home, after a long day at work. You want to mix drinks for us on our uh, BYOB uh, soft opening at the studio? You know we could do that, and we could listen to Summer Sweet. Thank you very much. This has been Groovy. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. I hope that, uh, you know, if you're out in Fort Worth, you've got, uh, you've got so much good music around here to go check out. Hell Just yeah. Get off Friday your night. ass. Go to a local show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five bucks, ten bucks. Let's party all night. Huh? Let's, get a, let's do this again sometime. We'll get a yeah. good hour in. Yeah. And uh, just you and me, or bring some friends, whatever you want to do. Let's oh, okay. talk about an album you got coming up, an EP, single, whatever. Cool, cool. Sound good? David, what's your last name? Armstrong. Armstrong. And that, uh, your tag on Instagram is? Tech, Texas Mind, Body, and Spirit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and get that mic just a little closer to your face if you can. Better. Excellent. Cool, now cool. we can maybe turn that down so we're not picking up so much background noise. Gotcha. And I'll, I don't know which one of these is for outside. We're hooked up outside so people can hear us as they're oh, really? coming in. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, I see the speaker. That's cool. Yeah, it was uh, an idea I had, and it, it, was, it turned out to be more of a pain in the ass, I think, than it's worth. But eh, eh. It's, a, it's a thing now. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's somewhat working. So the reason I wanted to have you on the show, man, you you're so active on social media. You got so much going on, and uh, you're you're very consistent with what you what you are doing. What what's your goal with what you're posting on your social media? Uh, honestly, man, um, uh, it's just to spread positivity, honestly, and uh, just living the best life that you possibly can. I've been through a lot in my life. Uh, honestly, I've been through every bad situation that you can possibly think of. And I can think of a lot. Uh, I can tell you a lot. <laughs> I can tell you a lot of things. <laughs> um, and uh, I got through all that stuff, and now I'm just really just trying to promote uh, positivity and living the best life that you possibly can. I know that was super weird. So I was drinking my drink, and uh, a fly uh, entered its way into my mouth, and I didn't know quite what to do. So I was very concerned. <laughs> I was like, should, should I get help? <laughs> 
Is he going to make it? Yeah. Uh, do I need a hunt maneuver? <sighs> what are we doing here? I, I really, like, I went through the whole, like, all the different possibilities of what I could do. I, I considered drinking the fly just to go ahead and ingesting it so that I wouldn't break character, but... I mean, that is extra protein, but <sighs> I, feel like I don't I made the right it. call. Right? I think you did, too. Yeah, yeah, you never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely, uh... Anyway, where definitely. were we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh... Just just to spread positivity, and uh, are are you are you using it to, to uh, promote any kind of merchandise? Are you making any money off of that? I I do have. Uh, I'm a brand ambassador for a lot of companies, actually. Okay. Um, cool. So yeah, it's it, but honestly, man, it's not about money. Uh, money comes and goes in your life, and uh, it's honestly just about, like I said, just about spreading positivity and. Um, uh, showing Fort Worth off as well uh, yeah. through the art scene, so yeah. I just I would lab- label you as a uh, hyper local influencer. Like you're a Fort Worth ambassador for sure. I mean, Panther City shirt. I literally rock nice. Fort Worth daily. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I usually have my uh, 817 shirt on. That's what's up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't find my Pouring Glory shirt this morning. Ooh. I couldn't find my 817 shirt this morning. <laughs> Man, it's a rough. rough start, dude. Man, now you're trying to now you're drinking flies. Yeah, it's, uh, not a good start for you, man. Sometimes you got to drink a fly to stay fly. Ah, that's I always true. say that's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't actually always say that. You shouldn't. Don't I just try not to up. eat. You know, drink any more flies. Okay, that, that was I'll a bad. I'll do my look. best. All right, cool, God, cool, cool. Man, yeah, that was a really life-changing <laughs> moment for me. Um, well, dude, let's get into some of these stories, man. Okay. So tell tell me some. Uh, tell tell me where it started. Where where did your uh, journeys through. Uh, Getting through these issues start through like the whole story. I don't know. Should we go there? You want to? It's up to you. It uh. Yeah, I don't care, man. (laughs) I don't care. I mean, I couldn't. I can't really tell my story without telling you what I've been through. Okay. Well, let's let's start at the beginning of your journey then. Uh, well, let's start not at the beginning. Beginning. Let's start of where I started to pivot and transition. Let's do that. Um. So uh. I've lived a pretty interesting life, uh, and um, where'd you start off at? I was I'm four. Okay, yeah, I'm b- born and raised here. So, uh, and um, after high school, it's kind of kind of where everything kind of changed for me. Um, I was I got married. Uh, that w- and it t- turned out to be a pretty bad relationship. This is right after high school. No, 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 no. It, this was. Uh, I was in my twenties, so okay. yeah, not not right after, right after, but uh, around that same period, and uh, it kind of went downhill from there. Uh, I was, we were living in the hood. Um, you know, I've I've had days where I didn't have food in my stomach. I just had to swell my stomach up with water, uh, or like open up the the oven to heat the entire apartment. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, just living that life, that life, just to try to survive. Um, like my, and when we moved to uh, Arizona, that's one of the really, really bad. Uh, it's just you know you're on your own, having trouble finding life. work. No, uh, no, we were, we're working. It was just uh, we were struggling. struggling. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we were struggling, struggling. And Arizona was the worst, worst. Uh, like my neck, my upstairs neighbor was at literally a trap house. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, and we would hear like people running up and down the stairs nightly and it was uh it was bad. But I, I got some stories there that I won't go into. Uh to protect the innocent or less than innocent. 
Uh, it's pretty violent. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't really want to put that out there, but it was there were some crazy situations. Uh, yeah, and uh, so I finally broke from that situation. It took a, a lot of convincing, and I loaded up my Mustang. And uh, what, year every, we, what year are we talking here? The Mustang. 2012? It's 2012 Mustang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I loaded that all up with as much stuff as I possibly could while my wife was uh, passed out. Um, and uh, got my animals and took off to back to Fort Worth. From Arizona? Yeah, drove it all in one night. Is this Phoenix? Uh, this is Mesa. I was just assuming Phoenix. I've never I, been I, to Mesa. I worked in Phoenix, though, so okay. it's like... Right, right next door. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just a really, really bad situation. Um, she uh, is an ex-alcoholic, so I won't say too much about that. But if you can think of those things, that's what that situation was about. Ex-alcoholic's better than an alcoholic. It is, yeah. yeah. She's doing a lot better, actually. That's she has good. kids and everything. So all the best to her. Uh, I don't got no ill will or anything like that. But uh, I got through all that, all that crap. Um, came back to Fort Worth and uh, I was just like man what do I do now like what do I do now and uh, I, I remember specifically uh, one day I was in my house and I said man I'm gonna make the executive decision to to better my life to uh, just you know just leave all the negativity in the past and uh, focus on myself and positivity and stuff like that so that's one of the reasons why I started the Instagram because I got my mind and I got myself out of that situation. And I really just want to, you know, originally I wanted to just to show people they can do it as well, just like I did. And because, like I said, man, I've been through, there ain't nothing I haven't been through. Yeah. So what, what uh, this sounds pretty uh, recent. When did all that start? This is only probably about four and a half, five years ago. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's very, very recent. This, the person that you see today and the person that you see on my Instagram is a completely new person. Yeah. It's a totally different person. But tell me a little bit about these series that you do, because one of the series that I, I see pop up, and maybe that's not the right word to use, but I think once a day there's a go time uh, video there is. featuring uh, an exercise that you're uh, showing people and it, it always starts the same way you've got a little intro for it and yeah yeah it's, uh, it's, it, it's all when it when it comes up I'm always like oh there he is exactly yeah <laughs> uh, that's that's actually what I started with. that's a pride and joy man I started off in the uh, the fitness industry and uh, yeah that's my workout routine um, this morning was Zachman curls so I always try to give like something kind of unique that most people don't normally see as a as a, a workout or exercise itself yeah and uh can you describe the zackman curl for us zackman curl uh you start off kind of like a hammer curl uh-huh. you come up with a curl you twist your wrist and then you're gonna have a reverse curl downward so you got your palms facing in like a regular dumbbell curl well, no, no no you're gonna start with a hammer oh, okay hammer. hammer all right you're gonna twist your wrist come up with like a regular curl twist your wrist around so, so you're going to be a reverse now. curl okay. and then you're going to bring it all the way down as well. So that sounds like it's going to hit probably every muscle inside the bicep. And Is form, that the idea? And forearms as well. So you get that twisting. That Every single time you twist your wrist, uh-huh. you're, you're affecting the forearm itself. So it hits pretty much everything except four triceps. 
Yeah. So that's the that's the video of the day. How do you how do you decide on what you're gonna do? Is it just kind of what you're feeling that day, or do you have a program? Uh, it it kind of goes by how I'm feeling that day, and I do have a set like uh, workout that I'm doing that day. Like today, it was a full body exercise, and um, uh, except for legs because I have to run tomorrow. But uh, and with when it comes to a full body. Uh, I kind of have, like, I mean, I can pick anything. It's my full body. I can yeah. do whatever I want. So, um, but for, like, Mondays, Mondays are usually generally core exercises because, I'm going to be honest, I'm generally beat up from the run, and that's all I can really do for a video. It's, like, it's very hard when you're just completely gassed, and you don't really want to be in the gym, and then you have to record yourself. And so, genuinely, I stick to core because it's easy to do. Yeah, it's easy you to do. You can do shoot. that every day, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it makes it a lot easier for me. So it it it's how I'm feeling and what the the workout itself is planned for that day as well. Now you're putting some miles down, dude, on the on the Trinity River. You're you're going out for those long hauls. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not doing a jog around the block. How no. Much, what, what, what's your typical weekly mileage looking like? Weekly? <laughs> uh, I'm going to do some math. Hold on a second. How are you doing that? I'm going to try to find your go time video. Yeah, it's that one. And woo! <laughs> Let's see if I can get the whole thing there. Go time! Woo! And that's, how, that's how every one of his videos starts off with the go time series. It's a good vibe, man. Overhead KB Lunch, Kettlebell Lunch. Yes, sir. Y'all can find him on Instagram as Texas Mind, Body, and Spirit. And he's got some excellent workouts, a lot of body weight stuff or kettlebells or uh, things that you can do without the, you don't need a full gym to do the workouts that you're showing no. people. Just I even some do real bands. simple stuff. Yeah, yeah bands. Yeah, yeah. I've seen you do a lot of that. So, Typically for a week, I will do between uh, 28 miles and about 34 miles. So more than a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> I, I, I consider myself a marathoner. Uh, I mean, I do run marathons too, actually. Um, but yeah, tomorrow I'm going to have to shorten it up a little bit. I'm going to just do probably between a half marathon and maybe 14 miles because uh, I'm actually going to the duck pond literally right after to uh, help an artist uh, paint a pillar at the duck pond. Okay. So, Do we yeah. know the artist? Yeah. Uh, his name's Toons. And on Instagram, it's Toons the Good Life. Let's see if I can pull him up. Yeah, he'll find him. He'll pop up really quick. We, yeah. uh, that, that's another thing that we try to lean into heavy uh, with the podcast is... Uh, oh, Artists, it's a. Uh, I gotcha. Local like artists, car, like cartoons. Oh, my bad. Very cool. There he is, right there. First one. Very cool. All right. Tunes uh, the good life. And actually, okay. Do you see yeah. something missing? Uh, let's see. What is missing here? I know that I. You can you can tell there's something supposed to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's working on the stuff up top there. What? Uh, help me out. Well, look at me. And now look at that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Is that, are you? That's going to be me. Okay. Right on. <laughs> so, who are the other two folks? That is uh, Christopher and this is Ricky. So, uh, all friends with Toons. 
Okay. Um, Ricky and we, we actually we all went to Pascal just different years, which is kind of yeah. funny. Uh, Ricky, he's actually in charge of the uh, the program itself out there at the duck pond mm-hmm. and chris uh excuse me christopher is uh one of tunes is really good friends now what what program are you talking about at uh it's the uh the pillar program oh at okay the duck pond. so yeah. for for our listeners what we're looking at is one of the pillars underneath the i think is that the seventh street bridge that's the uh, lancaster bridge. lancaster bridge right there with a if you're in the trinity park there's that basketball court mm-hmm. uh down there and this is one of the pillars it's so cool to see these projects uh, as you're running down the Trinity or, you know, for people that have their bikes or whatever. But there's there, there's a lot of, there's not just pillars. There's also these, like, I don't know what they are, some kind of, like, water station, pump house or whatever. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? The, With they, the Panther they look, on it? They look like pillars, but, yeah. I mean, they are pillars. They're not under a bridge. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about... Uh, those are that's where the gases come out of the Trinity. Is that what it is? That's it's exactly a, it's a vent. They stink. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. Artists have hit those up too. Yana talks a lot about mm-hmm. that. Yana Renee, she's done some, and she she worked with another artist that I think developed that program. Uh, uh, it might not be the same program, but I'm not sure if it's the same program. They're actually it's actually about to come back. Yeah, they're uh, they're starting the program back up this summer actually. So it's people, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the artists are getting paid to do that. Exactly. So that's good. That's helping out the artistic community, and it just makes uh, the Trinity look that much better. I mean, you could either have a concrete block sticking sticking its ass out of the ground, or you could have a piece of artwork. Yeah, yeah. My my, uh, my favorite one is just south of. Uh, River Oaks Boulevard, or I'm sorry, it's just north of the River Oaks Boulevard on the Trinity Trails uh, on your way to, I don't know the name of that park, but it it connects the Trinity Trail to a park that they have right outside of the military base. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that little section right there, there's one of these pillars, and it's got kind of a uh, four-dimensional or three-dimensional field to it. If you're looking at the pillar from a certain spot on the trail, it's painted in a way that it kind of feels like you're looking through the pillar. So there's like a deer I know exactly on a landscape. You yeah, know, it's yeah, so yeah. cool because they they incorporated the environment. You know, mm-hmm. like you, so. Anyway, I don't know. I, that's my favorite one right now. No, no, I don't know exactly which one you're talking about. And if you actually look at it too, there's uh, it looks like there's a couple of tags on it. Yeah, but it's actually not. It's actually for her kids. That's what Yana said. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I know. I know that one very, very well actually. Um, it's funny too because like sometimes I record all my runs as well. So sometimes I'll be like, I not see video, it. I right? See it. Oh yeah, yeah. It, oh, Damn. My, it's every single run that I do is on my story. Okay, I've you seen I've seen follow. your uh, run keeper. Yeah, whatever the GPS tracker. Garmin. Okay, but no, you can literally watch it lot like mile by mile. What That's I'm, cool. Yeah, just check it out on my story every okay. single Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Okay, but right uh, yeah, sometimes I'll trick the uh, the the viewer would be like, I see a deer in front of me and it's that pillar right there and I flip it around and it's like, oh, you clever. You <laughs> and clever. It's, it's both sides too. Yeah. yeah. So if you're, if you're going one direction up the trail, you can see it with the optical illusion mm-hmm. and then coming back, it's the same deal on the other side. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I know that one very well. Yeah. I actually know all of them. That's how, uh, that was one of the first programs that I actually started capturing. Yeah. That uh, I think all 
28 or something like that of them. There's a whole bunch of them. It wouldn't surprise me if there's more. It seems like I'm finding new ones all the time. But like like we're looking at this picture right now, that is not the first time that pillar's been painted. They keep painting no. over them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This this is just a brand new project. And if you actually look in front of it, there's a different artist. Uh, Uno, he actually did uh, a whole bunch of the pillars over there. It's kind of abstract and different colors and stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen those. That's, uh, that's Uno. Um, he's actually one of the original muralists here in Fort Worth. It was originally it was Uno, and then the, another artist named Jimmy Joe Jenkins, and he actually did uh, you know the 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 duck pillar out on a trail. I can't a, you can you can it. see it kind of off of White Settlement Road. Okay, it's right. right over there. That was actually the original pillar that was painted here in Fort Worth. Okay, I think in like 2017, hmm. back when he was really, really uh, active. Yeah, he doesn't do too much stuff anymore. But yeah, sounds like you're pretty connected with the artist community, and you, uh, you're you're probably connecting with other hyper local influencers, aren't you? Uh, not influencers, artists. Yes, yeah. uh, I, I pretty much worked with worked with or. Directly or indirectly with pretty much every major artist here in Fort Worth. And how did you, are, are you an artist yourself or how are you getting connected with these people? Uh, honestly, man, um, I, I used to be, I used to paint and stuff like that back in the day, but I haven't done it in a long time. Yeah. But um, honestly, man, just through Instagram mm -hmm. and um, promoting the artists themselves because a lot of artists, they don't get the, the promotion or props that they generally do deserve. For sure. And yeah. Like on my post, I, I literally I tag the artist and I put the location because I, I like it. I love the artwork, but I want other people to go see it. And I generally think that the artists themselves, um, they appreciate that. Yeah, you know, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, especially if you're tagging them in it. Yeah, yeah. And that, that originally is how I met them. And then... Uh, and then I was actually working with them as well um, yeah. when I was with Sundance. What's that? What's the? That, that's something we, we should ask you. What's, What's the that? wildest thing you've seen on the Trinity River out doing your early morning runs? Ooh man, there's a lot of things. I'm sure. I'm there sure you see crazy stuff out there. A lot of things. Uh, the, the number of miles and hours you've put out there. Well, my arch enemies are skunks. Let's put that out there. Uh -huh. I don't like those stinky little creatures. <laughs> uh, pretty much every single time I run, I run into one. Yeah. I've been sprayed by one. I, oh, I, I got no. two good stories. So this was about a year and a half ago. I was running uh, running towards the 7th Street area. Mm -hmm. And there's this little bitty bridge that I got to run on. And it bottlenecks. So you have to run on it. And so no I'll choice. run. No choice at all. Yeah. Once you're on there, you're on there, man. Mm -hmm. So I'm running along. Next thing I know, I see this, this skunk coming underneath the bridge like he was a troll, ran around <laughs> the corner, got on the bridge, looks at me. I'm looking at him. I'm like, oh, no, this ain't <laughs> happening. So he starts running towards me. I'm jumping, holding on to the, the top of the bridge as much as I possibly can. He's, he's still running straight towards me sprays me as soon as he sprays me i jump over him and i just start booking it man i'm like oh i'm out of here dude and then i was trying to figure out did he get me did he get me and I'm, like, I'm not stopping man i'm not stopping so i got all i ran about three miles oh shit I'm, I'm not stopping man there's skunk sprayed me and uh I, I kept trying to smell myself they did a smell check and i was like i don't think i smell anything i stopped and i was like oh my god that stunk that's that really really got me 
and I literally just bought brand new shoes the day before. Did you have to throw them away? God, no. There's like $200. I'm not, uh. I'm not wearing them. What are you talking about throwing away? You wear them inside. Uh, not giving a shit. Nope. <laughs> Y'all just going to have to smell the skunk. Yeah, window. and I had to go to work after that, too. But, uh, yeah, so I put the shoes in my trunk as well just so I didn't have to smell them while I was driving back to the house. Yeah. And as soon as I opened that thing, it was like a bomb went off. It hit me straight in the face. And I almost passed out. It was so bad. Uh, so that, terrible. yeah, that was just one encounter. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was wild, man. But this is a reoccurring thing. And these are your this is like, arch nemesis. This is my arch nemesis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have to carry bear spray with me just because of them. Do you, have you had to spray one? Uh, not out there, no. No, no but okay. I've run into like... Coyotes, mm-hmm. and they don't hold. They they stand their ground these days. Yeah, like and that that one I did, I almost had to spray, because he was standing on the trail, looking at me, and he started coming toward towards me, like charging me. That's wild. And I'm backing up. Is that normal? No. Do you think that thing not, was rabid? I don't know what it was, but that's not normal for coyotes. Coyotes usually uh-huh. just run away. Right. They don't want nothing to do no, with no, this. No, no, no. Yeah. So I'm backpedaling, and at the same time, I'm reaching for my bear mace because it's in my hydration pack. And uh, I finally grab it, and he just veers off. And as soon as he starts running, like, veers off down to the, the, uh, the, uh, the spill. Yeah, the embankment. Yeah. I book it, man. And I'm just, like, I'm, I, I'm just running as fast as I possibly can. And this is, like, at 5 o'clock in the morning. God. So it's just me. Yeah. I mean, if something bad happens out there, man, I got to handle that. Yeah. There ain't nobody coming to get me. There might be two other weirdos out there at that time of day, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a that was a wild one. And David, um, can we get you back on the show uh, here in the near future? Yeah, dude. Maybe yeah, you yeah. can come out and do a uh, kind of co-host one with me sometime. Anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah. But before we, hit, we uh, log off, man, since you just told me that you're on your weight loss journey, man, anything is possible. Yeah. If you, it's hard to believe. I used to be 220 pounds. And how tall are you? I'm five nine. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot. I was a big boy. Yeah, for sure. And now I'm 155. Yeah. So, man, just put in the hard work. I mean, fall in love with working out mm-hmm. and get a good diet. Yeah. That's all you need, man. I found some good, some good uh, avenues for that. The, the diet thing is, of course, the hardest because I love eating. We're here at Pouring Glory today. I'm definitely going to smash on at least one of these award-winning burgers. At least one. Got to. Got to, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm eating pizza tonight. But. Right. And that's another thing you do on your channel is you, you make sure and show people these uh, high-calorie meals that you eat uh, after, after one of your runs. Is that usually when you do it? The day before, the actually. The day before? Yeah, okay. the night before. There's a method of madness, so I carve blood uh-huh. the night before yeah that's, that, that's my excuse right, right. Uh, so i eat a whole bunch of pizza i've already been to blue bonnet bakery and picked up uh a dozen small petty fours that i'm gonna destroy later i can't wait to get into that <laughs> man and uh yeah i'm gonna eat pizza petty fours and then i'm gonna go run a half marathon of 14 or 16 or 18 whatever i'm feeling tomorrow yeah so i'm digging it man that's excellent that's can't excellent. wait i'm stoked very cool um but anyway i, I I'd like to get out there someday and maybe uh, run a leg of one of these runs with you. Let's go. Maybe uh, maybe I'll catch you on, like, maybe start the run with you and then uh, just, just wave you on after, like, the third mile. Like, good luck, David. Watch out for skunks, brother. Maybe that's how we'll do that. I would appreciate that. <laughs> the whole skunk thing for sure, for sure. I need as much help as I can get those, those stinky little creatures, man. 
But yeah, dude, anytime. Send me up. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Heck yeah. Fort Worth Roots, thank y'all for listening. We'll see you next week. Yeah, there's that nerd Richard Keller. And that's the way we will start this episode, sir, here at the Pouring Glory networking event. I'm here for it. It's been a good day. It's been a day. It's been a whole thing. How's how did it go before I got here? So we had aside a, from the power issue, we had an excellent turnout, and um, yeah. So there's been a power issue. So pouring glory did not lose power, but there was a flash, a little brownout. I think that's the technical term. Sounds like something that would happen in your pants after a Taco Bell visit. I guess possibly. Right? But yeah. I, I've heard it referred to because it's not a blackout because it no. doesn't. It's not everything knocked out for a no, substantial amount of time. But it shut everything down. Everything went out, including the roadcaster, and we lost a man stellar recording with Lance from uh, "It's Probably You" podcast. And I was really upset. But you know what? The guy was incredible, and he's like, "Let's do it again." And I'm thinking, for real? Like really? <laughs> he didn't have the wind taken out of his sails. That's good. So we did it. And the second recording, I won't say it was better, but it was good. It was really good. Well, that's uh, you haven't released the Jeff episode yet, so I don't know if y'all talked about it, you and Jeff Zero. But that's something, you know, that something similar happened to him, right? Yeah. They, uh, they were recording their album, Jeff Zero in his own private universe. I think we did talk about this, yeah. And then something happened on Joe's computer, and it got wiped out. How terrible, man. Yes, but but they went back and re-recorded it, and, and Jeff it's says like, it's way better. It's it's a thousand times better. A thousand times? Maybe not a thousand. It wow. was really good to start. It, I'm not I'm not shitting on the original recordings. The original recordings. How about eight hundred and twenty-three times better? Seven hundred and fifty-four. Hmm. I'll go seven fifty-four. That sounds more accurate. No, it's uh, no, it just it's it's tighter. It's the it's one of those things as a musician that you run into of like. So, like, when I recorded my album, a lot of those songs were pretty fresh. If you listen to those songs live now compared to the album, they're, they're not completely different. They're not unrecognizable, but they're tighter. They're a lot more... Yeah. A lot more... There's more, more, more substance to, there. More yeah. time to really hone they it They brewed. In. Yeah. yeah. They're barrel-aged, if you will. <laughs> um, since we're at a beer bar, you know. Right. It's appropriate. Very, very appropriate. Well, I appreciate you coming out. We had a... Like I said, man, stellar turnout. I'm yeah. what I don't even know. I guess it's probably about six o'clock now, and it has been a marathon. Yep. Is, did like I call 620. it six twenty? Six seventeen. Damn, I I had a rule for a long time, back when I gave a shit about consistency and quality of the show. I told myself that's all out the window. Now. <laughs> I told myself I will never ever do more than two recordings in a day. That was like my limit. And uh, I think yeah. I, I I think I'm good to do more now. We've done a lot of these like event coverages and things like that. But well, um, I think you do really well at those. I think like uh, listening to the uh, the coverage of the why am I blanking the on the 420 it? event? No, River that was Spring good. Fest car R- show, River okay. of Springs Fest car show. Well, I should know that. Weren't you did? I did the 420 show. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was the last part of it because it started raining. Oh yeah. We were yeah. in the middle of talking. We were talking to Pryor on the By phone. By the way, where the <laughs> did Pryor go, man? It is his anniversary, so him and his wife are, you know, out on the town enjoying themselves. Yeah. Well, thank you, Richard or uh, Pryor, Jordan Pryor, for showing up and supporting us. 
Is it Pryor Jordan or Jordan Pryor? Pryor Jordan. Jordan's his last name. It's complicated for me, right? It's two first names. It's hard. Yeah, it, it confuses me. I've just called him Slim Pickens for so long. Well, that's, I mean, I, I think I even every once in a while go, hey, Slim. Like, yeah. not even thinking about it. Yeah. People call me itchy. I just kind of weird. I call you itchy. And I'm fine with it. It, it is. It's just one of those weird things when you respond to it and you realize, I just respond to itchy. It's, you know, like, that's a weird thing to respond to. Sorry, we had to get a photo op. Yeah, that's okay. People we, understand. These live events, man, another cool thing about it is you got people that will just walk up and talk shit. Uh, yep. we, had, we had a woman uh, approach us earlier, and I, th- I think I should probably have something on the table that says, like, hey, we're live. Like, we're recording right now. We are recording. She just walks up and starts having a conversation with us. We've got the headset on, so it's like, I can't. And <laughs> can't you tell I'm air traffic control right now? <laughs> right. I'm or, landing a fucking airplane. Or news center. Yeah. So Breaking she wa- news, she drunk <laughs> lady walks up to a table. <laughs> so she, she walks up, and I... Hand her the mic, or I indicate like, hey, here's the microphone. She uh, she goes, what? Why? I'm like, well, you're talking to us. I can't hear you. I need you to hold the microphone. I am wearing headphones. But after the uh, awkward encounter, we got to learn that this is a very nice lady, and she fosters 15 dogs. Good lord! At her home. Wow. And I'm thinking, uh uh-uh. uh, no no. I've got three kids at my house, and I'm trying to figure out how to get them out. Fifteen dogs? Yeah. Those dogs dogs can't get, uh, you know, the dogs don't give you a tax break. No, they do not. And they'll never have a job. No, and they are more prone to shitting on the floor. Well, that's uh, debatable. I mean, the last time one of my kids shat outside of a normal place where one shits, um... That I can remember was when my middle child was two years old. We were potty training him. Took a shit on a picnic table once. What? Can you walk me through what might have been his mental process for that? So, okay, to be fair, this wasn't like a public park. This wasn't just some random picnic table. It was part of their. It was yeah. part of their play. Uh, you know, they had a play set mm. that I helped build. Was you know with. Swings and stuff. Still not sure it's relevant. It, it is relevant because I'm not just letting my kid free range balls out everywhere. Oh, oh, okay. This okay. Was, on private property, this was. So the kid's got no chonies on. No, yeah, he completely. Just, he was uh, for some just, reason he was running raw dog in it. It was raw dog in reality okay. that right. day, yeah, and okay. um, you have to consider also. You know, this is potty training days, so that's. Kind of what you do is you kind of like leave the underwear off so as not to have them soiled, so okay. that you can be like, so they can be like, I got to pee, and you're like, all right, let's go, let's do it. Okay, it's starting to add up. So uh, yeah, he's walking around the backyard, and I happen to look out the window, and he's just squatting on the picnic table on on the top, on the top of the picnic table, and hmm. just drops a deuce. Right, and I'm like, look over at my wife, and just like. Kid just shit on a table. So I think you got two options at this point. One option is you burn the table, right? Destroy the evidence. The second option is you have people over periodically that are enjoying a nice plate of uh, backyard food <laughs> sitting over the poo poo spot. Well, okay. Which route did you go? I went option three since it was the kids' picnic table. <laughs> 
Oh, is this like a Fisher Price, like three foot no, tall? No, it's part of. So they had this big fort that my mom bought for them. You know, okay. you know, big slide, ladder to climb, climb up, a side for swinging, all that. Yeah, whole you know That's that whole thing. thing. Yeah, and there's like a picnic table in the bottom of it. Mm. That was that was part of it. And that's where he shat. So, really, adults didn't have to deal with it. <laughs> I cleaned it I, you know, with bleach. I, I sanitized it. So, I mean, you could eat off of the spot where he shat if you wanted to. No one wants to. Oh, but that's also not something you bring up regularly. Now, now, you don't, now that they've heard about your picnic table, no one, no one is going to enjoy some cold slaw. On that picnic table at the Itchy Residence. Well, that was at our old house. So <laughs> You that took the table with you, though. Don't lie to me. No, it didn't. We oh, okay. We left it there. Okay. We left well, the, whole, the whole shebang there. That was option one. You, you got rid of the table. Yeah, in a, very, <laughs> in a very roundabout way, yes. I got rid of the table via leaving it and not taking it down. Are you required to disclose that upon closing? No. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> and this dovetails perfectly into what I wanted to talk to you about today. Oh, good. This, I don't know this how. This is a great transition, actually. Um, okay, hit me. <laughs> so, I'm not here to promote myself for once. I don't have anything to promote right now. I'm in a transitional phase. I'm an artist. I'm doing artist shit, right? But you have so much good stuff. I do have good stuff, but I, and I have good stuff coming. Okay, just be- not be- in a- before you don't promote yourself, could you just please tell the listeners where to find your music? Itchyrichie.com. Okay. Uh, cool. And now, search Itchyrichie and the Burning Sensations right. on Spotify. Okay, stop. It's getting gross. Stop promoting yourself. It's disgusting. Uh, I've gotten to the point where it doesn't, it doesn't bug me anymore. <laughs> I'm such a whore. I've just become <laughs> such a shameless whore. <laughs> Like, if someone meets me, that's the first thing I say. Hey, Itchy Richie, would you like to buy a t-shirt? And they're just like, who the... F- what are you doing? Hello, you shameless whore. Yes. Okay, how about 10 bucks for a handy? I'm like, no, I sell t-shirts. I'm classy. Classy. Sell t-shirts and music. You know, no I, handies. I stopped handies a month ago. <laughs> Two months ago. It got awkward. Um, <laughs> apparently, my fingers are too calloused from the music. <laughs> it causes issues. That makes sense. No, uh, no. That it's when you bring up closing. So that's what I want to talk to you about. Unfortunately, my wife couldn't be here today. She just had surgery on Monday. Mm. But I want to talk about her real estate business. Okay, and let's go. Well, if you're looking for a house in here the Fort in the Worth area, Fort Worth area, yeah, she's out of uh, Coldwell Banker, okay. in South Lake, but she's able to sell anywhere in the Metroplex. But uh, this is a Fort Worth roots first. This is where it? somebody came on the show to promote some other shit that had nothing to do with it. I mean, it has a little. I mean, I benefit a little from it, so right. I can't. I'm not That's completely true. removed from it. Yeah, you know, it, we we share a bed and a house, <laughs> so uh, you know, it's not uh, it's not completely out of uh, non self interest. But uh, you know, I wanted to plug what she does because. She does wonderful stuff. Excellent. She's really good at her job. Objectively speaking, as a sales professional, even though I'm in a different field than she is. So why would someone use your wife as their real estate agent? Like, why? Uh, Because, A, she's honest. B, she's good to work with. And C, she's going to get you the best offer that fits what you need to do. Like, she's, she's out there. She's dedicated to 
making her customers happy. Do you feel like your wife could have broke that down better than you just did? Probably, but she's not here. <laughs> and uh, I told her to come, and she was afraid it was going to be an outside event. She was like, no, oh, I'm no. out. Dude, bro, with this heat, there's just no way. And, like, last year we did the September event. Yes. September. Oh, I remember. I got sunburnt that day. And it was still. Yeah, I got, dude, I got severely sunburnt that day. Now, folks, don't turn your nose up at this year's September event. We're going to do it at the end of the month. Date pending, but it's coming soon. As long as it's not September 8th, because we just booked Cicada. No, it ain't that. Okay. It ain't that. It's going to be well, towards, a Friday. towards the end of the month. So Good, but, so maybe it'll be a little less uh, hell on earth. And if enough people show up to this September event next year, we're going to do it at Dickie's Arena. Of course. Why wouldn't you? By enough people, I mean, like, we'd have to have, like, 10,000 people show up. We'd have to have the fire marshal <laughs> shut shut everything down. Yeah, for, like, six blocks in every direction. <laughs> Holy shit, what's going on at Pouring Glory? What there's, the fuck? There's seven cop cars outside. They're directing traffic. What are they doing? <laughs> what You know what? We could do that. I think it's... Uh, I, maybe I dream big, but we could, we could, you know, with enough funding and uh, you know one of the one of the bands we got going on uh, during that event is going to be Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations, and and nobody's ever heard of this band. And, and I, they I, haven't. No. It and and if you haven't heard of them either, I wouldn't blame you. But I'm not familiar. Not yeah. familiar with their material. Yeah, uh, it's a stellar band, stellar local band, and. Um, they're they're probably going to be the feature act that night. All right, that'd be cool. You, you can get someone bigger than us, though. I'm just saying. Oh, you broke the the fourth wall. I there, did. I you? did. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. It, it's weird talking about yourself in the third person, though. Yeah. Well, um, we've got some really kick-ass bands, and it's going to be a it's going to be a good show. Last year we did good. Last year was awesome. It was a yeah. great lineup. If you do, you have to do late to the station again. There, yeah, we've got a handshake agreement. Okay, good, good. I, well, I, have, I have come to love Carrie and Paul. Dude, they're the best. They're, they're the best. They're great. And these are the kind of people I want to surround myself with. I don't blame you. Wonderful I would, people. too. That's, that's why I hang out with you. It's not because of you. It's because of who you hang out with. That makes sense. <laughs> no, I, I can appreciate that 100%. No, uh, but seriously though, uh, Slim and I went and saw Late to the Station a couple of months back at Twilight Lounge. I'm surprised you weren't at that show. I think we texted you and you were you were probably asleep already, which I totally get with I your hate, schedule. Dude, I hate my schedule. Uh, there, there's so many things that I want to go to, um, minus the bullshit you do in Arlington and Dallas. Yes, which I know you, because uh, yeah, that was, Slim and I talked about that for the O'Reilly show. I'm very vocal about it. Now, reluctantly, I will share sometimes your your Dallas show information, but I, I, I that's I, fine. I get it. I lean away from that. Well, and here's <laughs> and this is a legit discussion that we've had among our three bands in our little uh, incestuous commune of musicians, mm-hmm. being Jeff Zero, Slim Pickens, and myself. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of focusing on just doing more Fort Worth shows. The Dallas shows are fine, but the problem is we don't really bring a lot of people out there. Yeah, your audience is here. Well, uh, there's a lot of audience here. Uh, I grew up on that side of town, so I have people on that side of town, but they they still show up to the Fort Worth shows, so it's like, fuck it. I'd I'd rather play Lola's. I'd rather play Cicada. 
Who are these guys? I have no idea. Uh, I would assume his name's Duncan, but that might be someone else's yeah, jersey. I think he's wearing another man's name on his bag. That's weird. What is that about? I've never understood it. I've never understood <laughs> it outside of okay. So like, do you watch Ted Lasso at all? No. Okay. I've probably seen a clip or two, but I don't, I'm sure I don't you know. have. I'm yeah. sure it's a very popular show. Uh, but uh, watching Ted Lasso, that's the only time I've wanted a jersey of a athlete, and it's a fictional athlete. Mm. That's my joke. Like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I want a Roy Kent jersey. And my wife's like, where would you wear that? I was like, I would wear that everywhere. A. You, you, you know what my uh, lawn lawn maintenance shirt is? What? It's a Dallas Cowboys jersey t-shirt with, uh, I think it's Prescott. Who's number four? Uh, you're asking me. That's ironic. Who Who's the, uh, my, my lawn shirt, my Dallas Cowboys shirt? I'm asking Megan. Is it, I know it's number four. Is that Prescott? Prescott? It is? Okay. okay. Yeah. So that, that's, I learned uh, something new today. <laughs> that's my uh, sports affiliation right there. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. my lawn shirt. I can't even remember who the fuck. I'm a real big fan, guys. Yeah, yeah. Real big All fan. All the way. Javi. Still got Javier here in the house. Yeah, I took my shoe off. What? I think he's asking no, if you want no. a beer. Shit, no. I mean, I'm if you want to buy me a beer, you like can. A full beer here. Uh, you know what? Surprise me. <laughs> and that's how these live recordings go. Yeah. Loving it. I've never met Bobby. Well, I think I what? may have met him. I may have met him, but it yeah, was, nah, there's, I no, was sunburned there's that no day. There's no way, dude. I don't think I have. I got to talk to Dustin I, for I, a while, which I, was cool. I promise you they were at the uh, last September event. They were. I, I don't think I just talked. I don't think I talked to him at length. He's a good dude. If uh, the Funky Panther did not have Javier... It would be like an egg without a yolk. You know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it live on here. And you don't have to edit it out. I don't know if I'd listen to him without having a year. I promise you it would not be the same show. It would not. But the same could be said of Tim and Chad. Yeah. No, that's true. It, they have a special chemistry. But that's, that's what's so funny is how, uh, how my podcast listening habits have changed over the last probably year and a half. Yeah. I went from listening to... Uh, if you don't say Fort Worth Roots, I'm going to... F- I've never you. listened to that show before. Um, <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Uh, no, like, I went from listening to, like, you know, your big ones, your Mark Marins, your Dak Shepherds, that kind of stuff, which I still listen to, like, occasionally, but now it's, like, my weekly schedule of podcasts. It's, like, right. Fort Worth Roots. Dude, Wednesday, same. Wednesday, it's, like, okay, I have to listen to Jerry Jonestown. So, uh, I loved... Uh, the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. That's what got me started on the whole podcast thing to begin with. Yeah. I don't have time for that shit. Well, I'm, I'm Joe Rogan's are, like, I have to really want to listen to whoever's on there. It's a problem because they're like four and a half hours long. Well, that's they're fine. ridiculous. Mine are pretty long, too. But what I you've find... Got, you've gotten into like an hour, I've, hour and a half I've thing, which has been down. pretty good. Yeah, I've chopped it down quite a bit. And uh, it's not necessarily... Because I think that's what the audience wants. A lot of it has to do with, I don't want to edit a three-hour episode. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's like ten hours of sitting and editing. Because no, no one thinks about the fact that you have, when you're editing a podcast, or editing anything really, but you're like, yes, you have, we'll say, two hours of source material. Yeah. Well, you spend 
on average, what, 10 minutes per minute-ish? I'd say a, a two-hour uh, recording is going to result in a three-and-a-half-hour edit. I mean, yeah, that's that, about that, right. That's just going through the episode, cutting out the dead spaces. Javier just showed up with a thing. All right. Oh, it smells good. It's Thank you, sir. Right. Oh, that's wonderful. Would you like to try that? I'll do it. I don't know what it is, All but right. it's it, like okay, I so said. So Javier showed up with a drink that there's no way there's not a roofie in here. All right. It does taste. It yeah. does taste a little like little Bill I'm gonna Cosby. Have a, I'm gonna have a rough little, night. Little Cosby. <laughs> oh yeah. I want to do questionable things now. I that do, too. Is, that is actually good. What is that? Javi, hey, what, Javier, that? what is it? Resin? Okay. So it's bong resin made into a beer? Oh, this that's, is going to be a great night. That's funny that you went that way. I, w- I played violin in, like, middle school, and resin was what you rubbed yeah, over you, the bow. Yeah. But you you went a different direction. Right? I did. I yeah. went. I, I This time, I can be at fault for taking it. In a, in a you're a dirty, direct direction. You're a dirty hippie slut. I am a dirty hippie slut. Did you find Itchy <laughs> there, there he goes. All right. Well, I tell you what. Let's get the out of here. You want to be done? Yeah. Let's All right. Be let's done. do it. That's a, we right, should end that it the done. move. That's a move. I think it's a. Yeah. Let's see. You got 20 minutes. Yeah. You can edit oh. uh, at least 85 percent of that out. Uh. <laughs> tell our. Uh, Friends, our listeners, and the lady filming us from outside on the sidewalk. It's okay. You can what do that. What the hell? It's totally fine. Where are you going? Hey. Uh, uh, I'll get you. Come inside. Oh, it's Robin. <laughs> oh, it's someone you know. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, cool. Now we got a whole party going. All right. Thank you for being here. Of thank course. you for your constant for support. Me. We of love course. you. Uh, thank you to your wife who puts up with your bullshit for no apparent reason. And uh, no, there's there's really not a good excuse for it. Like I don't, um, may, I don't, I hesitate to say it, but maybe something's wrong with her. That sounds right. All right, where That's can people true. find your content? Uh, itchyrichie.com. Oh, you didn't say that yet. No, not three times. Itchyrichie.com. Right, how about Instagram? Uh, IRATBS. I R A T B S. There you go. Instagram. Yeah, you, you said uh, it like people know what the hell you were talking. Anyway, they should. I mean, it's <laughs> it's fucking clear. But don't insult them like that. Anyway, folks, it'll be in the no, show I'm, notes. I'm encouraging that I, they're intelligent enough to decipher. Let's get this guy to shut up before he <laughs> signs his own death warrant. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next week. All right, all right, all right. That is the first segment of the Pouring Glory Mixer that we did. We were trying to get people from all over the DFW area to come out, talk about uh, their music, their podcast, whatever, um, their business. And uh, we had a few takers. But the people that really showed out were the podcasters, the other guys that uh, are doing the same thing we're doing. Some comedians, a few musicians, lots of good folk. And uh, we're going to do it again. The next one is going to be at McFly's. We have not set a date yet, but I was sitting there with Casey today, if you cannot tell. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway, we're going to do it there at, uh, at McFly's this next time around. And I uh, hope you get a chance to come out and hang with us. 
and I'm learning things from each one of these recordings that we do, these these mass recordings, um, and we're 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 gonna iron it out. It's gonna be a lot better next time. So, anyway, make sure you come out September 23rd, Pouring Glory. We've got a big event. I'm still coming up with details. We got stickers, armbands. Um, oh, here's a big detail. Uh, State Farm with uh, Nicole Dawson, right around the corner, by the way, from uh, Pouring Glory. She has offered every single person that comes in the gate, uh, the door, whatever, for the uh, the event, uh, walk over to the State Farm booth, table, whatever, however we set that up, and every single person that gives her a chance to uh, provide you with a quote, she's going to donate $10 towards the charity. That's every single person. And look, I understand. You've been with your insurance agent forever. Who am I to convince you otherwise? And Nicole's not trying to do it either. She's not trying to tell you to walk away from your uh, current insurer, but give her a chance to give you a quote and she's going to donate $10 to this charity. That's amazing. Because if we have 100 people show up right there, that's $1,000. If everybody just goes over there, gives her a chance to make her uh, her pitch as to why her product is better than the one you've been using, and she's going to give $10 to the charity for every single person that walks inside the gate. So that's awesome. And uh, we're very, very grateful for this. So anyway, September 23rd, it's more than just insurance sales. <laughs> We've got four awesome bands. We've got Late to the Station, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensation, Cassandra, Cassandra May Laurent, Slow Down Andrew, and Jaybirds. It's going to be good. And we got a pop-up market. We're still kind of filling some spots and making sure that that's all uh, good to go. Scott is putting together a special food menu. And uh, we're uh, genuinely trying to pull some other stuff out of the hat. There's other surprises we're trying to work into this. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, all right. Thanks again for listening. And we will see you again here in a couple days. Happy Monday. See you.